Week nine of the NFL season is here, and today I will go through my favorite spread pick, over-under pick, and team total this upcoming weekend, plus an extra two leans for you all. My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot. Let's recap last week's video, which gets posted every Wednesday. What one and two? The Lions lose on the hook by four. We needed them plus three and a half. The Colts give up a touchdown late in the fourth quarter, I believe the last minute, ended up losing that. And then our only winner of the week was the Raiders, team total under 25 and a half points. It was a no-sweat bet. They scored legitimately zero points, but can't, can't write a better script than that for the second straight week i believe our leans did, did did sweep they went 2-0 as the patriots and seahawks both cover and win respectively as a whole wasn't though a great week from thursday to monday i'll put up our full record for the week wasn't great we didn't do great on our parlays and player props those will be that video will be live on friday or saturday but we're gonna dive back in be sure if you're new hit that subscribe button hit that like button too thank you guys again for 50,000 subscribers i'm feeling a change of the tide for week nine i think it's gonna be a big week for us i'm feeling it let's cop into our favorite picks as always if you ever have any if you ever want to sign up for a new sports book we have a bunch of exclusive sign up bonuses down below in the description you can go read all of that go to those different websites but let's get in my first pick and it's not going to be a popular one but i think it's the right play this weekend taking the arizona cardinals on the money line minus 125 on bet mgm now if you want to go and lay money on their spread you can you can take the minus one minus two but at the end of the day i'd rather you know what if the cardinals win by one or two points i'd rather at least cash this money line and or maybe if the ties we get our money back whereas the spread would not get your money back in that realm and you look at the cardinals this normally goes against my cardinal rule if you've been watching these uh, no pun intended if you've, been, if you've been watching the videos you know i hate betting on the cardinals at home and that's where they find themselves here but this can be a change because i gotta bet on them and i think they're gonna get a win this weekend now they sit at three and five at the bottom of the division and the Seahawks who they're taking on on Sunday set at five and three so you look at it well they lose this game that only dropped to three and six not great they let the Seahawks go to six and three and if they ever get into a tie at the end of the season with the Seahawks for playoffs well they're now down 0-2. They lost the season series, so they have no chance of winning that tiebreaker. So, in de facto, they're down four games on the Seahawks if they lose this one because they'd have to beat them by one game as a whole. And I just don't think they want to drop to 0-3 in the division either. I think this is a Cardinals team that is better than their record indicates. I'm not a big Cardinals fan. I don't think they're, you know, the best team in the world, but I think they're better than a 3-6 and team. I think they're more of a 500-type team, and the Cardinals have lost two in a row versus Seattle but have won three of the last six against them. I don't believe these teams are entirely different on paper, and I think this Cardinals defense is going to step up. I think the Cardinals defense struggled on Sunday against the Vikings, giving up 34 points. And the Vikings are a very good offense. There's no reason they're six and one as a team, but this is a defense and secondary that held them to only 19 points. Uh, the Seahawks, that is, a couple weeks back. And again, ultimately, this comes down to Kyler Murray, comes down to Cliff Kingsbury, comes down to the offense. Can they put up points? They only managed nine points against the Seahawks, but the Seahawks defense is much different at home than it is on the road, where they're on the road today. And the Seahawks defense allowed 27. 45 39 and 23 points so far this season on the road for whatever reason they're not traveling away from this the 12th man in seattle and i just while i don't necessarily trust the arizona cardinals a ton at home i think this is a must-win game for them they got enough leaders on the back end with jj watt and byron murphy jr i think this team is capable of stopping the seahawks offense and ultimately comes down to off to the arizona offense and i think they can get it done on sunday i think it's a must-win game for them so i'll take the cardinals take them on the money line minus 125 for just the unit let's move on to my favorite over under pick I'm going with the Panthers and Bengals, taking the under 42 and a half points, minus 105 on BetMGM. I think people watched, you know, that last Panthers-Falcons game, which was electric on Sunday, and just think, well, I'm just going to hammer the over. This is the Bengals. They're a high-power offense, although they're missing Jamar Chase. But this is the Panthers defense that just combined for 71 points on Sunday with the Falcons. And prior to the fourth quarter, they had only combined for, I think, a 
23, 27 or 23 points. And they combined for like 34 in the fourth quarter and end up going to overtime. And I think this is like setting up for a good game that's going to go under 40 points. So even if the line moves, I think it goes well under this line at 42 and a half. And look, I just think you can't bet on, you know, one team can do one thing one week and then the next week it looks entirely different. Just look at the Saints last week, two weeks ago. They gave up, what, 42 points to the Cardinals. Next week, they give up zero to the Raiders. Teams can make adjustments, and I think they can adjust and take down this Bengals, you know, passing attack, which just got run over by the Browns in week. And you saw them on Monday Night Football in week eight. They stunk. And while this is a Panthers team that wants to run the football, I think this Bengals defense is capable of stopping it. The Bengals defense has showed up at home, only allowing 23, 15, and 17 points to the Steelers, Dolphins, and Falcons. Not the worst offenses in the world. And the Panthers offense prior to the fourth quarter in that Falcons game was pretty stagnant. This is a team that is going to rely on the run. And ultimately, P.J. Walker made good throws. I mean, props to him. Love to see him succeed. But can he continue to make those, you know, high-pressure throws? I think the Bengals secondary is certainly good enough to stop them. Their safeties are very good as well. And after running the ball only 10 times last week, Joe Burrow accounted, Joe Burrow accounted for one of those rushing attempts. Bengals should lean more on the run game. They completely got off script in that game, started throwing it way too much, just could not do anything in that game. And ultimately, I think it's going to be hard to replace Jamar Chase, but the only way you can really replace him is try to at least use Joe Mixon a little bit more on the ground. And they're going to be throwing a lot more shorter games and their shorter passes. So ultimately, I think if any scores happen this in this game, it's not going to be those big plays. It's going to be seven, eight-minute long, long drives, just running the clock, converting on third down. And ultimately, I don't know if both these two teams can convert consistently on third down. I do think the Bengals end up covering this spread i think there's a reason they're making them seven and a half point favorites i think a lot of people just want to bet on the panthers but like i think the panthers defense also do a little bit of regression after that bad week against the falcons last week the secondary for the for the panthers not bad jc horn six foot one he can probably guard t higgins or at least make it tough for those jump balls and like I said, I think this is a run-heavy script game for both teams that just want to establish the ground game, and I just think it's going to be coming down to third downs. Will you convert or not? And with the Bengals not having Jamar Chase, one of the most reliable weapons for Joe Burrow, and with the Panthers, obviously they, their weapons are DJ Moore, and then a who knows what else they got going out there. So ultimately, I think both defenses step up after bad, rough outings in their most previous games. And I think this is a pretty low scoring game. Maybe a final score around 24 to 10 or something along those lines. I think they stay well under 42 and a half. So I'll take the under for that one. Now, for our third and final pick, we're going back for some team total magic. Going to another under, very similar to the one we took last week. Taking the Dolphins team total under 24 and a half points, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, if I'm going to get any hate on this one and this video, I think it's going to be this pick because the Dolphins fan base props you guys you guys are out in full force and like i'm looking to go back to that team total magic from last week with the raiders and well no beans i do not expect this the dolphins seem to get shut out and score zero points i do think we have to talk about them a little bit more i think they're getting too much respect from the books here i think they're going to come back for a little bit of regression in this one now for starters through eight games this year dolphins under this line in six of those eight games so you think about this high power attack the two attack by low tyree kill Jalen waddle the stats are up through the roof Still under in six of eight games. And sure, Tua missed a couple of those games. But the two that they went over required Tua to throw six touchdowns. That one game that they came back and beat the Baltimore Ravens 42-38. to And the other one was against the Lions last week. I'm going to be honest with you. The Lions defense stinks. Me and 10 other you guys out there could probably score at least two touchdowns against the Lions. They really stink. And they, they only forced the Dolphins into one punt, which was basically at the end of the game in the fourth quarter. I just think the Bears defense is better. And I ultimately think the Bears cover in this game. They're plus five. And I think a lot of people are just going to go bet the Dolphins. I mean, you saw what they did at the trade deadline. Went out and got Bradley Chubb from the Broncos. A very good, you know, pass rusher. They went and got Jeff Wilson Jr. from the 49ers. And Wilson Jr. doesn't move the needle too much on that offense. But Chubb's going to be shown as like a big acquisition for the defense. But 
This is the Bears, and I think they're capable. The Bears just got spanked by the by the uh, Dallas Cowboys, and I, I think, sure, you're looking at the Bears. They got rid of Roquan Smith, just traded Robert Quinn. But they still have talent on the back end, and in eight games so far this year, the Bears have held their opponent under 24.5 points in five of those eight games, including all three in Chicago. We know if you've never watched the Chicago Bears game at home, you know the wind's always blowing. And you know that it's tough to make field goals and throw the deep ball. We saw the Dolphins be able to throw the deep ball. They were leaving Tyreek Hill wide open last week. Jalen Waddle goes deep too. Ultimately, I think the Bears, who just gave up 49 points to the Dallas Cowboys, come back here and play pretty well. They have a pretty decent secondary. At least their safeties, I think, are pretty good with Brisker and Jackson. Could those guys get interceptions on Tua Tagovailoa? I certainly think so. We talked about last week, Tua struggles on the road. I really do think the, the Lions should have covered last week, but they obviously lost by four points. They couldn't get a stop when they needed to. And then they're throwing it deep on a fourth and two when the game's on the line. But this Bears team, if they're going to score points, which I think they can score against the Dolphins, the Bears do not throw deep. This is a team, if they're going to score, they're going to just chew the clock. They're going to run it like 12 times on a drive. Justin Fields, David Montgomery, Cleo Hover, just going to be spamming the run. And that's just going to chew the clock. This is the Dolphins offense that wants to move fast. I think the, Dol the Bears are going to move the opposite way, move super slow. And I think this is the lower scoring game. So I think the Dolphins, maybe they cover, but I think they're going to stay under 24 and a half points in the team total. 25 is still a lot to score in an NFL game against the Bears team that really, they have nothing to lose. Got a lot of young guys out there. Maybe they make some mistakes, but... I think they're capable of holding the Dolphins offense on the road under 24 and a half points at home. The Bears haven't played at home in a couple weeks. I think they show up and play pretty well. So I'll take the Dolphins team total under 24 and a half points. If you want to bet the Bears, that's on you. I don't want to trust uh, Justin Fields and that offense to go out there and, and cover for me, but I certainly think they're capable. And let's talk about two leans. And as always, we don't track these. We don't count them towards a record. I normally don't bet on any of them, but they've been doing pretty well so far this season. I don't know the record on the whole, but as always, do your guys research for all the picks. But these are just leans. I won't count them. I won't track them towards the record. Win or loss. Titans plus 12 and a half versus the Chiefs. It's your Sunday night football game. And boy, oh boy, does the NFL need a good one. And they can't afford a Titans spank down, a beat down for this one. They need the Titans to at least make this game competitive. And look at the Chiefs. This is a huge line. Sure, the Chiefs have lost five of their last six versus the Titans. And I'm not coming out here and saying the Titans are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Put your whole bank account on it. Don't think that's going to happen. But... The Chiefs are a wagon. I mean, people are going to bet them. They know the public is going to bet them. Why not make it a crazy high line? I mean, you saw this same exact thing. Bills, Packers. A lot of people were going to bet the Bills last Sunday Night Football. You know, the Packers were able to cover it and get it done and cover that line. Now, they lost by 10. They still covered. And I don't necessarily think the Titans are as bad as, you know, the public might think they are. It's the Titans team that they could beat the Chiefs on Sunday. And it wouldn't surprise really a ton of people. I mean, sure, the Chiefs are better than the Titans at the end of the day, probably on paper, but the Titans with Mike Vrabel as head coach, they can beat anyone. And they've shown that all last season being the number one seed. And I don't know if Ryan Tannehill or Malik Willis is out there, but at the end of the day, they still got Derrick Henry and he can control the game. Ultimately, you saw him control their last game. He ran for over 200 yards against the Texans. And I think it's going to be a lot of ground and pound. But if Malik Willis is out there, he'll be running himself too. And they're just going to try to take the ball away from Kansas City. And their defense can make slaps. It's a defense that's capable and Sure, you know, the Chiefs are coming off a bye. They're normally pretty good off a bye, at least Andy Reid is against the spread. But I think the Chiefs, maybe they falter a little bit in this one. I think the Titans have the capability to cover 12 and a half. I mean, you're going to be sweating a Chiefs bet if you're going to take that. And they are up by, you know, four touchdowns by the end of the day. They could be up by 17. All it takes is a Titans late game touchdown and they're going to cover and lose by 10 or so. I think the 12 and a half, way too many points to be given the Titans. I'll, I'd lean on the Titans plus 12 and a half on Sunday Night Football. For my final pick, it's going to be an interesting one. I actually like the Commanders, plus three and a half. Look, it's Kirk Cousins returning to Washington, D.C. And it's awfully weird to see a six and one uh, Vikings team that everyone loves. I mean, the Vikings are really, really playing well. Only getting three and a half versus the Commanders team that 
people don't really like to root for. But I think at the end of the day, not sold on the Vikings defense. I'm not sold on the, I'm, I think the commander's defense better than advertised. And Taylor Heineke, he's a cover machine. This is what he does. He's not what, he's a willing to make those plays that he might get injured doing. But he's willing to at least take risks. And I think that's what you need to beat a team like the Vikings or keep it close. They're at home. And we've seen Kirk Cousins have bad games before. Would it surprise anyone if he comes out and throws his, has a stinker? He always seems to do it, and it could come against his former team, the Commanders, who maybe don't know him as well as they might have used to know him, but however many years ago he left. But I think the Commanders are capable of getting it done. It's worth noting the Vikings have another road game next week against Buffalo. That feels like a game that the Vikings overlook. They'd say, ah, oh, this is the Commanders. We can easily steamroll this Commanders team. And then they struggle, maybe win by a field goal at the end. We know the Vikings and their fans, they know. They don't like to win big, you know, contest. They don't like to win long shot. They don't blow out teams. It's just not what they do. So I think this game is closer than a lot of people think. I think maybe the Commanders win or maybe they lose by three points and at least cover the plus three and a half. Would make it a lean, uh, an official pick, but I like to stick just three. So those are my three picks of the day. Two leads. Let me know your favorite picks down below. Thank you guys again for 50,000 subscribers. If you ever want my thoughts on a pick, comment down below. I'll probably answer your comment. I'll try to answer all of them in the comment section down below. Sportsbook sign-up bonuses in the links in the description. As always, our Eagles Texans video will be live later on tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time. If this is after that, this game has already happened. Hopefully we swept that game. Appreciate you guys as always. I'm Austin and I'm signing out. Peace.